Hello, everyone, and welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, a podcast where I talk a bunch of geeky stuff, some good, some bad, but all of it definitely geeky. Today on the show, I have... Travis Horseman. And uh, we're going to be talking about the new DC film Shazam, starring Zachary Levi as the Tyler boy turned adult superhero. But first, from the minds of Nikki Tells You How to Live Your Life, Nikki Smith and It's All Been Done Radio Hours, Jerome Wetzel comes a new weekly photo comic called Life's Gummy. Every Saturday, read a new strip at IBDPresents.com. Follow a tribe of gummy bears on their adventures as they navigate the jungle of a living room, seek out wise elders at the top of the couch, and forage for food on a messy desk. All of the programming for IBD can be found at IBDPresents.com. And uh, throw some uh, cash their way on their Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash IBD. Also, our sponsor of the show is Audible with over 200,000 titles to choose from, 30-day membership, get a book to get you started, one credit a month after the trial, good for any book regardless of price, and you know what? Say you get that book, you're not a fan of it. Easy exchanges for free. Free? Free! So if you're interested, all you need is an Amazon account. If you don't have one, sign up for one. It's super easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. That's audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Download the Audible app and start enjoying your new audiobook now or after this podcast. So we're going to talk about Shazam. I think it's going to be a very enlightening conversation. Um, like I'm not DC versed. You are as, uh, comparatively between the two of us. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and I think we're gonna. I think I feel like you're gonna you're gonna drop some knowledge bombs on me. I could drop bombs, hopefully um, knowledge of of drops of knowledge, maybe. Yes. <laughs> no, but I'm 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 looking forward to what you have to add because again, I I tend to be like not as I know Batman is pretty much literally all yeah, it goes in. Most night. people know. But yeah. go on. No, no. You're wonderful. I'm excited to have you on the show because you you know more DC than I am, and I'm 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 looking forward to it. Now, at the time of we're recording this, this should come out in a few days after we record it. But you have something coming out soon. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, please yes. plug away. As some of you may know, I am a graphic novelist and comic book writer myself, self-published. I am releasing a 32-page horror comic that I did all by my ownsome. Well, that's not true. There was a team of artists helping me. <laughs> but uh, I colored it myself. <laughs> Those pesky With artists. my favorite crayons. No, but... Um, no, no, I get it. I get it. No, I'm releasing a horror comic, 32-page horror comic called Sugar Creek, and I will be releasing it on April, the weekend of April 27th at two, two different shows, one here in Columbus, Small Press and Alternative Comics Expo, or Space. That's at the Northland Performing Arts Center on Morse Road. And the other one, uh, the other show I'm going to be releasing it at is Gem City, which will be taking place in Dayton, Ohio, Gem City Comic Con. I won't be in both places at once. Uh, we're, just, we're splitting up the team this time around, but you can go pick it up either place starting April 27th, Saturday. Nice. And uh, so... Say for whatever, hopefully they will go to one of these. If they can't, though, will it be available online anywhere? It will be available online through my website. I have an Amazon platform, and it will be available there after Monday, April 29th. You can check it out on www. Does anyone have, actually have to say that anymore? I feel like you should, right. just in case, because there's some people that might <laughs> need that. You will be able to locate it on <laughs> www. Because I am. Amiculousrome.com. I no Shazam. I really want you to do for the dot always just do the Shazam. I'm sorry. So yeah. Right. So repeat it one more time for every www dot amiculousrome. That's a m i c u l u s rome as in the city dot com. 
and uh, that's April 29th when they're available, right? Online. Online, yes. And then uh, April 27th yes, is April- where you can go to Gem City Comic Con, right? Am I saying that right? Yep, Gem City Comic Con in Dayton. Space, which is here in Columbus, Ohio. That is correct. Or you can just rewind a little bit and have them say much better than I just did everything that you need to go to that. Or you can go to his website. I'm sure you have information there if you want a reminder too, right? Yes. Uh, my website again? You want to hear my website again? One more With time because rule of threes. All right. My website again is www.amiculousrome.com. All right. Well, we're going to talk about Shazam here in one second. Will, roll it. with Travis, as you heard in the intro. But we're here to talk Shazam, DC's newest film. Shazam! Shazam! Right. <laughs> Which, now, here's the thing. No one, it hasn't come around and said this, but do you think that's actually because of the popularity of the comic that Gomer Pyle would say that? Yeah, he. It, it, it's a thing. He read He read the comic. That's why he said it. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. I thought someone said it's like there was, it's, it was like unsubstantiated on that's why he was saying it. But Well, I haven't actually looked it up, but that's what I always understood. Oh, see, that's what I understood, yeah. too. So, well, you know what? It should just be fact, because... Why not? No, no offense to... Gomer Pyle was the character he played, right? It wasn't No, that actor. was... Why can't I remember his name? I'm now looking it back up. Go ahead and look it no, up. No, no, no. It's okay. Sorry. I was trying to give you the... I, I really felt like you had it there. Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. Yes, that's it. Yes. Ah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then uh, for bonus points, can you name the person who played Floyd the Barber? Can anyone? No. I'm sure they can, but well, I, I, I can't. Well, I can because I'm cheating. Uh, it's uh, Howard McNear. I don't know. I Here's the thing. I always remember Aunt B, Opie. I remember the characters' names, and I just mm-hmm. remember Floyd the Barber. And I've probably only really seen that show that I can remember... A few, I would honestly say, like maybe three hours worth of shows, even though it was on reruns all the time. Yeah. Because I would listen to the theme song. I was like, oh, that's a great theme song. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like, boy, howdy, I was like, click, and just move <laughs> to the next thing. So yeah. I love the theme song. So, But I would know of Floyd the Barber. That's why in Freakazoid, when Floyd the Barber jokes would, would cup in, Floyd the Barber cuts his hair, Freakazoid. I was just like, that's <laughs> fucking funny. I get that. Where is he from again? Oh, yeah, Andy Griffith. Yeah. It's weird. To tie it back around, Freakazoid is a, is a Warner Brothers property who yes. owns DC and DC We have owns, come full circle. We have come full circle. Yes. With, and, and so, what did you think of the movie, just overall base-level thoughts? I liked it. I really enjoyed it, nice. actually. Yeah. Zachary Levi is wonderful. I thought he was a perfect choice. Yeah. For uh, the captain who we cannot name because we will be sued by Marvel. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay. But, but you know the funny story about that? You know the whole Shazam has a very litigious uh, history. I knew, well, kind of. I knew about Marvel's side, but didn't, yep. didn't they get sued before DC, they were DC Comics, right? They yeah. Were- Captain Marvel was actually created by a company called Fawcett Comics in the 1940s. Yeah. yeah. And 
at the time, it was said that the character was so close to Superman that DC took offense and sued them. And they convinced the judge that, yes, this was basically a patent ripoff of Superman. And Fawcett Comics went out of business and DC acquired Captain Marvel as he was known then. Right, yeah. But then in the 1960s, Turnabout was fair play when Marvel realized, hey, they're ripping off our name with this character, Captain Marvel. And they sued DC for Captain Marvel as as name infringement. And they won and they got control of the name. They didn't even have a character at that point. So they're like, let's use this name and create a character. And they created their own Captain Marvel. That's, I did not know the full, no, I, I just knew that Marvel sued them, and I th- I figured Marvel, aka Captain Marvel, was around by that point, and that's why they did it. And also the Marvel name, right? I mean, that's Marvel was synonymous with. Um, I mean, well, out of all the comic books, I would say Marvel was maybe a little bit more popular mainstream wise. Except, well, may- no, maybe that's a weird. That's actually an interesting point. Like, to be DC f- had more shows <laughs> and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like Batman had his own TV show, yes, but Spider-Man had a cartoon. Eh. To be fair, the name Captain Marvel isn't that great. That's like oh, no, General McDonald's, you know? Yeah, no, it, it's not. It's not. You're you're 100% correct on that. And yeah, it was, I feel like there was a, uh, like, yeah, because didn't Captain Marvel start in like Wiz Comics or something? And there was some kind of weird thing I thought where he premiered. He technically didn't premiere in the first issue because the first issue was never sold. Are we like, talking about the Marvel one or no, the DC no, I'm one? No, sorry, sorry, it's a good point. DC Shazam, Captain Marvel, right? Like the original one back in the 30s and 40s. Like it was, like the publisher just made it as an ash can. Yeah. So barely any, no one really saw it. No, well, you're going a little too deep for me. I don't sorry. even know that one. I've, uh, to be fair, I've also looked at a website for Easter eggs and like <laughs> factoids about them and like. That's like the the origin stuff. Mm-hmm. That's as close as I got to know. I they said, yeah. and of course everyone knows that they got sued by Marvel, and I was just like, yep. okay, cool. And that's why I didn't know any mm-hmm. of that stuff. So, oh man, I mean, it's it's so fascinating. Like they sued him for. Well, I mean, I get it, Marvel. It's their name, right? But like, man, I mean, technically, hasn't he been through enough? I mean, he technically was more becoming more popular than Superman. DC, right? Isn't he was it? more popular than Superman at one point. Yeah, right. Yeah, my actually somewhere I have the giant versions of like the giant comic books. And mm-hmm. I think it's a reprint of one of the Captain Marvel issues. I didn't read it because it looked well. I'm sorry, the character looks stupid. Well, yeah. Well, no, 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 as as a comic fan, like, well, especially in the '90s when we grew up, they were like, uh, was it Jim Lee and Rob Blyfield and all those guys, like mm-hmm. that's what we were seeing. And then you have this guy who is not looking like Superman with bulging muscles and, and like a huge ass cape. He has a little dainty, like little dainty cape, which is what it looked like back then. Like, uh-huh. it, it was like barely the size of one of his shoulder muscles. Mm. I, that's how it looked like to me. And then he has that big red suit and the. He looks like an effeminate version of Superman, and I just that, back then that wasn't in my mind. So I was like, a that a that could be cool, and b that seems interesting. So yeah. I w- so when my dad had that, I always tossed it aside because then I would pick up Spider Man versus Superman as the giant size comic and right. just read the shit out of that. <laughs> and then I got mad because at the end of the book, it it, it featured I think Batman versus the Hulk mm-hmm. and the giant size. I was like, where the fuck is this book at? <laughs> and he's like, I I had it and I read it too much and I destroyed it. I was like, God. Damn it. 
he also would tell me fun stories where he would go to the malt shop. The malt shop, you the say? The malt shop. Uh, it was a drugstore, but it had a malt shop in there, mm-hmm. and it had like the comic book rack. The old. <laughs> yep. He would buy his comic books from a comic book rack at a malt shop in a drugstore, and then when he would walk home, he would roll them up and put them into his back, like Back to the Future kind of yeah. shit. And I'm just going like, now. And the thing is, I own all of them now, and mm-hmm. some of them I'm just like, how do they get this far? Because some of them look really good. Yeah. And then, but like he read the death of Gwen Stacy so much mm. that he doesn't have the cover, but he has. Uh, so I have the the meat of the book, so I can read it. It's also worth but noting it's that it's probably lightly coated in his butt sweat. <sighs> you have good thing they're in bags to preserve <laughs> the butt sweats, and and also to make sure that butt scented color of the page is it remains mm. fresh and vibrant as well. Those are important things. It's like, you know what? When I get it graded to the comic, I was just mm-hmm. like possibly covered in butt sweat. See what, <laughs> see what it says. I wonder if that'll knock it down a grade or two. Yeah. But, but Grant, the only books I think he has that now I own that are worth their salt in anything is he has the first appearance of the Punisher, mm. first appearance of the Black Cat. Mm. And if he took better care of it, I'd have the death of Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just more like a, I can read it. Yeah. And then he has weird. Oh, actually, he does have the first. I think it's like a third reprinting mm-hmm. because that was one of those ones. He's like, it's the only book I ever hunted down to find. It was Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. Which then just became Spectacular Spider-Man. Hmm. Which which is cool. It's a, and then yeah, but that's what he said. He's like, I had to hunt for that. Like, and I got like months after it came out because I mm. wanted to know and it was the first one. Yeah. But Dad has like all the Marvel team ups like. Spider-Man teams up with the not ready for primetime players, <laughs> yeah. which they couldn't call them the cast of Saturday Night Live. Right. Was, yeah. But it's very clearly Saturday Night Live. Well, yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I have that. Yeah. So anyway, comic yes. books, that's what we're talking about. So Shazam, I thought the costume looked weird. So, but now, and so. I thought it was perfectly appropriate for the movie though. It, no, it was. It was. So that's the thing. And so. The only time ever since then I've read Captain Marvel or Shazam mm-hmm. was I read Shazam, Captain Marvel, and the Monster Society of You because I'm a Jeff Smith fan. Yeah. And that was the only company that could woo him to do a major property. And actually, it was they want him to do Superman or Batman or like maybe like a, like a three issue arc or something. So, who is this again? Jeff Smith. He oh, did Jeff Bone, Smith. Okay. Yeah. Uh, local Columbus guy. Uh, yeah. 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 He. They asked him to, like, Marvel and DC Image, they were all trying to get him, like, well, what do you want to do next? Well, we'll, we'll you know, especially the big two. Mm-hmm. And his response was, and like, we'll give you Batman, we'll give you Superman, Spider-Man, Captain America. And he's, he just went to DC, he's like, I, I, want, I want Shazam, Captain Marvel. I have mm-hmm. an idea called, which is, what was it? Captain Shazam, Captain Marvel, and the Monster Society of mm-hmm. Evil. I read the first issue, and it was interesting. I was confused as fuck. Because you have to have a little knowledge of what's going on, but mm. but I was so at that point I was like maybe this character's not that bad. Maybe I need to give him another chance. It's a fascinating concept of a little boy saying Shazam and turns into a big hulking whatever. But I did not think it would be worth a damn mm-hmm. though. You know what I mean? It would be like Aquaman, right? More spectacle than anything. So then the trailer comes out. And I'm like, okay, you got Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. You're talking to me a little bit here. And then some of the early reviews from South by Southwest were just like, this is big with superheroes. Basically. And it is. And, and it's really good. And I'm just like, really? I, I, I'm, it's DC. I'm nervous. It's DC's hurt me too many times in the past. Yeah. And yeah, I'd like to talk about that actually. Yeah, of um, course. 
I will say that, just to repeat, Zachary Levi was perfectly cast. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was wonderful. Every time he showed up, when he didn't show up, you noticed. That's the thing. The movie stopped being funny. Yeah. I did enjoy the movie. It stopped being funny when he wasn't there, for the most part. Right. And I think that's most... Well, yeah. You're not wrong. I, I think they were also... At that point, Billy was trying to do his whole mom thing, mm-hmm. where he was being you know, a teenager, which mm-hmm. is not always a good thing. I also found like the friend, Freddie, yeah. or the brother, whatever, mm-hmm. to be either really engaging with or without Levi or just suit. Like there was no point where he was neutral to me. He was Mm -hmm. either super annoying or super like interesting. And I just want him to stay the, to the neutral to positive side. And yeah. And then I watched an interview with him and and that's how he is in real life. And I was like, dear God. Well, you know, exactly. Casting exists for a reason. That is, that is true. But I, I did like um, – so this is interesting. My wife and I had different views on this, um, and maybe you can offer – so someone who's in the teaching field, it really bothered her how they showed adoptive families mm-hmm. and how everything seems to be r- sunny, rosy, minus from Billy's perspective. Mm-hmm. And my perspective was like it's a weird anomaly to, a, to an extent in terms of where everyone's super adjusted and doing whatever. Mm. Also, it's – it's you know shorthand. It's a comic book movie, right? But but also, I thought the mom and dad were also foster kids. Yeah, they went through the system, and then they got married, and so they a hundred percent know what it's like. Yeah, to be in that situation. So I feel like they have. I figured that would be not always, but mm-hmm. but from how they presented, it, I but she was just like, no, nope. It's very difficult for families. There's no way that every single kid would be super happy with each other's siblings or positive or they wouldn't be fighting and I'm just like okay sure but but it's to the point where it bothered her and it yeah it was a sticking point for me I it didn't bother me at all do you have any did it bother you at all with any of that or I was willing to able to suspend my disbelief I don't have the uh depth of knowledge that she perhaps she, does yeah. so it did not distract me yeah it, it didn't <clears throat> either I mean I, I feel like some of, some of those movies like even like say if you're a scientist mm-hmm. and you're watching like not this movie but like a Spider-Man movie or well dear God Venom I haven't seen Venom I haven't yet. seen it yeah no. but I'm assuming there's a lot of scenes in the lab because the trailer seems that if they're talking and you're going like uh huh uh huh okay no that doesn't yeah it doesn't fly how how can a man of sand do this or that you're just like no <laughs> yeah a Which, man of sand um, that was a real so Nathan. We're watching Spider-Man 3, and when we're leaving the theater, my dad is just so excited because he saw Sandman come to life, and he read Sandman for whatever. And he's had three movies now where three of his villains have come back, and I'm just like, I'm just really bummed about Venom. It really bugs me. I didn't like the movie, and it's weird. I have this weird feeling. I don't, I don't really not like, like, vehemently dislike a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but there are some redeeming qualities, and here with where Nathan's like, First five minutes, I, it lost me. I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, there's no way a man of sand can exist. I was just like, Are, yeah, yeah. I was like, Nathan, your, your, your Asperger's or whatever, buddy, is kicking in a little bit there. I was mm. like, you're watching a movie with a man who can web-sling around New York. <laughs> Choose your believability, buddy. And he's like, just because your logic makes sense, I, I, just, I, I just can't do it. And I was like, <laughs> I get it, I guess. You don't get it. But, but yeah. Yeah, I, this is a thing. I'd like to speak to this about Shazam. 
Shazam. I, I, I can't not say it that way. I don't it's know. a fun. Shazam is a fun it, word to it, say. It, you just want to talk like this? <laughs> Actually, you want to talk like Goober Pile, Gomer Pile, all them Gomers, Goobers, Piles? Yeah. Sorry. No, just when I say Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> this was a problem that I had with the movie, and it seems to be, a, and it's a problem that I feel like. How do I, how do I how do I say? I feel like the the things that one of the things that I liked about uh, Wonder Woman yeah. and Aquaman is that you could watch them you could watch them without necessarily connecting them to the rest of the DCEU. And I will explain that in a minute. Okay, sure. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman operated well as a standalone vehicle for Wonder Woman. Right. There was very little reference or even reason to bring the rest of the DCEU into it. Aquaman, I would say, similar to the same. I mean, it it rarely referenced them or brought them in. Shazam not only incorporated those other movies, but it also suggested that it also tried really hard to make it seem like kids thought they were cool. Now, here's the thing. I mean... So what do you mean by kids thought they were cool? Like, well, specifically, you know, fanboy, what's his name? Oh, like Freddy thought that Aquaman and Batman and Superman yeah. were cool. I mean, I think, well, so here, so, to okay. Go, I, I'd like to go further into that, actually. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. I you mean, I feel it. like the, I hate to say this, and I couldn't get it out of my mind the whole time, but I feel like the damage that has been done to the DCEU, Zack Snyder, is irreparable. I really do. And it the more feels... more embrace it, it's... And when I watch, and to me... This is a bit of an '80s reference, so some of your millennials are not gonna millennials. Yeah, millennials, you're not gonna get this. So millennials, fuck you. No, no. Uh, but you know what I mean. I mean, I feel like DC to Marvel has become the GoBots to Marvel's Transformers. You know what I mean? Accurate. No, no, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. One of them, you get to see. A, you hear a really cool transforming sound. The other one, you yeah, you, don't even, you don't even get that. I don't think. Yeah, yeah and and also the design is poor. The and, animation's bad too. I mean, and that overhanging the movie, it's like I can't believe I I found it. The thing that broke my suspension of disbelief was kids fanboying over DC heroes in in Shazam. If it had existed without that continuity, it would have been a better movie. I mean, well, it was still pretty good. I liked it, but, you know, that... So, here's the thing. What if that movie came first? First before... Any of the other ones. Would you have probably viewed it in a better light? Because at that... Well, so so here's the... Zack Snyder did do a lot of damage, mm-hmm. and, and I agree with you 100%. There's a part of me that wonders, though, that... Because in the real DC Comics universe, or you like Marvel, there are people who love Spider-Man. There are a lot of people who hate Spider-Man. But but everyone loves Captain America. Everyone loves Iron Man. Yeah, like they have they have people fanning over him and whatever. Same mm-hmm. thing in in DC. Like matter of fact, it was the first time I've honestly that I can remember saw a character like that. There was a there was he looks like an old pirate captain. It's in the Superman books. He's and he's been around since like the 40s or 50s. He's been like Superman's number one fan. He's always in the background. Oh yeah, I can't think of it. But especially during the death of Superman. He was one of the people that I think Batman had up or come up or something. It was something like, "Oh, he has a fan," and like I've like, I and mean, he's been around for a long time. Yeah. Well, so what I'm trying to say is, is that I think they're trying to view the viewpoint that they're trying to get away from Snyder and like, oh, people like Batman and mm-hmm. Superman. They're they're like good guys. 
they're not thinking of what you and I saw, which is what Zack Snyder showed us, which is Superman fucking laying waste to an entire metropolis city named yeah. Metropolis without a fucking care in the world. And th- like literally the only Superman we got that is close to that is in the last 10 minutes of Justice League. Yeah. Which, which have you seen Justice League? No. It's I can't bring myself to. It's hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's really hard. Here's so here's the weird thing. The characters they get right a hundred percent in terms of their personality. Like they add a weird Batman and Wonder Woman thing. Like no, no, they don't act on it, but like there's some mm-hmm. weird flirtation. They have the chemistry, but the only reason why that is is because they're the only two characters that carried over from the last movie. And that's the only reason why. Yeah. And that feels forced, but like Affleck is good as Batman, one Godot's Wonder Woman. Ezra Miller, who we has been announced now. He is no longer the Flash. He was mm-hmm. actually a good Flash. Yeah. And then Cyborg. Well, Cyborg's always a problem. I feel like Teen Titans Go is the only time yeah. I've ever actually found Cyborg to be entertaining. Because be, no, and no offense to the actor who played him or to anyone who's ever played him, because the guy who voices him in Teen Titans Go is the same guy who did him in the animated Teen Titans. It's yeah. the entire thing. It's just that his story. I've never cared for Cyborg, and that's a personal thing. Mm-hmm. They have. They're going to have to. What I'm saying is, you're going to have to really work overtime to get me to like Cyborg. Movie didn't do it any justice, or it didn't do me any favors with it. And then there's Superman and Super and Aquaman. Aquaman again. It's like Momoa is just having a blast. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they all look like they were having fun. Yeah. Um, Cavill looked like he finally got to beat. So at the end of the movie, there's a moment where Superman like saves somebody and he mm-hmm. looks happy doing it, and you're just like. Yeah, that's Superman. And I was just like, it's he showed up after three movies. Right. And so He's he's out as Superman too, isn't he? He's not saying anything, which is really weird. Was. He it came out that he was, but then Cavill came out mm-hmm. and said on Instagram that like I'm still involved with or actually he yeah. just he just I think it was like a real cryptic thing. He held up an action figure of Superman and went like pointed at it and like did a thumbs up at the mm. camera like I'm still in but then like a month later Affleck's out mm-hmm. and then he's back in and then he's out again like he's been in and out of the Batman movie so many times um, oh Batfleck I know which is sad. I really wanted him to I really thought he would have I thought he was a decent Batman it's one of those ones where he just didn't get a good movie to mm-hmm. showcase that but so my, my point is with this is that I think they're trying to hope that Get this other stuff out of your mouth. Wonder yeah. Woman and Aquaman hopefully have a different taste in your palate that like people may like them. Yeah. And that's what I think they're going for. But you're not wrong. Snyder has done so much damage that in the back of your mind, you're thinking they've destroyed all, they've hurt all those people in their fights, Superman at least. So why would people love them? And then like he killed, supposedly was framed for murdering that whole Senate or whatever. Really? Yeah. Well, Batman versus Superman, I think. Oh, God. You know, I know. I, try I can't. Not to... I can't. See, that broke me. That movie <laughs> broke me. I don't want to get too far off what we're discussing no, no, here today. Right. No, sorry, sorry. But um, well, that, that's that... the beauty of this. If we can go back to it and tie it back in. Sorry, continue. Yeah, I mean, that's that 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 is the you know that 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 is the problem right there. Is that um, it's it's like movie by number instead of paint by number. That's always been the problem. Is that yeah, you know. He he's hitting all of the required beats, but I don't think he really cares for any of it. I right? Don't think, I don't think he cares. I don't think he likes these characters as they are. He I probably think, read The Dark Knight and was just like, "That looks cool. I want to do a whole movie yeah. with that and put Superman in from the beginning." But 
just to to segue, I, I was to segue back to Shazam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I was, I, 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 I was pleasantly, I, 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 it was pleasant that it was a, a lighthearted movie. In part. Which is yeah. right. Okay, yeah. So that's the other thing too. Like the end of, from what I remember, the end of the Monster Society of Evil book I read mm-hmm. never got into the seven deadly sins or really the Monster Society mm-hmm. per se. Like it was all about Billy and the kids or his brothers and sisters who I don't remember them turning into the family or whatever. So yeah. like, but like I remember watching this, I was like, it had like a Hellboy feel. Yeah, but maybe a little bit less. The movie, like, the movie, the first okay. movie by Del Toro, where. Right. You have a very lovable set of characters, but in really morbid circumstances. Like there were moments of Shazam where, like the mo- the De- Seven Deadly Sins, especially, where mm-hmm. just the tone completely shifted in a direction I had no idea mm-hmm. was going to go. And uh, but, but I was I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. But at no point I felt the pacing was bad. Yeah, it was just it shocked me because. I guess my knowledge of Shazam is, I guess, so far. And so it completely was like, oh, my God, this is kind of like a weird 80s horror movie. Like, you know how Goonies was yeah. kind of like push the edge of what you can show. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, like showing the car wreck that was kind of intense and at the beginning. and um, Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was a good long time before it became humorous. Yeah. Into the film. Right. Actually, I mean, the moment Shazam shows up, that's when the comedy really but, kicks yeah. in. Oh, and he and, does so good. Oh, my God, yeah. Right? Isn't that the funny... Like, I really do feel like... And I, I hope this is the case, because they're not going to abandon ship. That's the sad thing. They're, mm-hmm. Snyder's damage is done. They might r- retcon some of it, mm-hmm. but I think that whatever's happened, happened. Mm-hmm. Especially after Wonder Woman did so well, and then Aquaman's done well. And But Shazam, to me, they should treat like Iron Man. They should... Not that he should be the focal point or whatever, mm-hmm. but that should be the tone that they, they keep going for because mm-hmm. they're it's like they're slowly getting better. And well, Aquaman's debatable. I didn't hate it. It's it's just like I looked at Wonder Woman and go, oh, that movie could be held up with the Marvel movies. Shazam could be held up with the Marvel movies. Aquaman's just a fun popcorn movie that has no. You th- you think it benefited from the otherwise deplorable state of the DCEU? Uh, well, Aquaman especially. Wonder Woman was well, maybe Wonder Woman, but I'm not gonna lie. The reviews for Wonder Woman, and again, it might have been just been haters. Mm-hmm. Um, were that the movie was horrible and it's not gonna do well. And then when I watched the movie, so my expectation, which is because it's DC, is already low. Yeah. So maybe, but I but I really here I never go into a comic book movie wanting to to hate it. I really don't like, you know, Green Lantern. I'll, I'll stick up for it to an extent. Like Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. it was well, not his fault. The movie sucked. Yeah. He, he technically didn't help, but it doesn't matter. Point is, I really do feel like the DC universe could. Yeah. It, it's, it's gonna, they're going to hopefully keep building from this, but they're, mm-hmm. I don't think they're ever going to let that part go, which is sad. Mm. I hope they recon. If that's the case, I hope they recon it. But yeah, was it that it was so bad that that's what made Wonder Woman good? I don't know. I mean, no, it was. I think Wonder Woman was redeemable in its own right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, it I completely mean, flipped the script on yeah 
it's because it's a woman being the one that's being the brash action hero. Mm-hmm. And then you have Chris Pine, who's very, at least in the movie, showing that he's very capable as a soldier, mm-hmm. being the one going, no, 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 you're, you're, you know, let's not, whatever, like, let's be more emotional in how we think about things or whatever. Well, not, he's not literally <laughs> saying that, but like, he's just like, let's think about this for yeah. a second. How does this make you feel like we're attacking and saving these yeah. people, whatever, by the Nazis or whatever? Anyway. And usually in a, in a movie, that's the female psychic's job or the, the fat friend's job in the thing. And that's, and that's yeah. how the show goes. But no, so they flipped that and that was cool. And Shazam, I was really, so I'm not gonna lie. I thought Shazam, I thought there was going to be a moment at the end where Freddie as Freddie was going to like, be the one that helped save the day, yeah, but not in the manner that they did it in. Because usually in a movie, that's what happens. Like he's being picked mm-hmm. on, and it's like, or Billy and him would team up in their normal forms, and that's how they would defeat Mark Strong. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen, but I mean, I was still very yeah. pleased with that ending. I, I actually really liked the way they did it. That was, right. I mean, that caught me completely by surprise, which is not something that happens. I mean, that suddenly. You know, all of his adopted brothers and sisters become the Marvel family. Right. right. Okay. So it's weird that you can still call it the Marvel family, even though no, it's, it's not, not the Shazam Marvel. It's like Shazam. Shaz Marvel. Shaz Marvel. Shaz Marvel. Shaz Marvel. I for eleven. Um, <laughs> oh, God. No. No. So when you when you and I watch movies, there's probably a part of you that, like. I mean, I'm not as much as a writer as you are. I would say, um, um, a published writer, but. There's a part of you that's kind of you're you're trying to figure out the story as you watch. It's not yep. on purpose. It's just mm-hmm. how you work. Like, you know, when I watched a trailer, like I watched the Toy Story four trailer, and I was just like, I think Bo Peep's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, just somehow <laughs> the way some of the dialogue. And granted, it could be the trailer, but like they're showing that it's Christina Hendricks's little cutie pie doll. Mm-hmm. No, it's Bo Peep. She's going to be the main antagonist. And mm-hmm. my, my wife looked was like, Why would you think that? I was just like. I just feel like what's the most shocking thing they could do in that series? And they bringing her back. So it's like a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And then also in the trailer, she wants him. So blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like, that's how my brain works. When I watch any movie, like I'm piecing there, like this is how this is going to pay off. This is how that's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. And usually in a movie like this, cause he's not listening to his best friend. He's going to, or, or he's, it's like Iron Man. Are you the man or the suit? What right. makes you Iron Man? And it's like, it's really the man, not the suit even though it is, but you know what I mean? So the same thing, it's like at some point is Billy going to become normal and then team up with Freddy who, and there's nothing wrong with this. He has a disability. Mm-hmm. Well, they will team up and that's how they'll take it down as being non Shazam. And instead, like right as it happened, he's like, I got it. And, he, and you hear the the flashback of the Shazam saying what he's like, my brothers and sisters and I, blah, 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 use your heart. Mm-hmm. And he picks up the stuff. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Is he just going to like electrocute them? That's the only thing that popped <laughs> in my head. Um, or maybe he was going to teleport them back to the thing. Never in my wildest dreams would it be like, oh, he's making them other other characters, like mm-hmm. the other Marvel family. I had no fucking clue. Yeah. That's what I was like. It was a complete, it was so refreshing. Because again, I don't get surprised as much, yeah. which is sad. But like, yeah, I, I, I dug the shit out of that. Yeah. How's that with you though? Was that the same thing? Like he's picking up the staff and you're just like, what's going on? Like I was very much what's going on. And then, whoa, oh, cool. Now, funny thing is that in my reading of stuff, uh, especially in the newer uh, iteration since the new 52 or whatever, Mm -hmm. 
it's said that like the professor guy that Mark Strong played, mm-hmm. the more the seven deadly sins exit you, the less power you have, the more uh-huh. Shazam has his power shared out with his family. Oh yeah. The weaker he becomes. Yep. Yep. Um, so, which I, th- but they didn't address that in the movie and I wonder if that's for later, but I thought that was, I thought that was an interesting other way they could. Uh, so now I'm, and yeah. see, I'm now looking very much forward <laughs> to the sequel, which again, I would have never thought I'd be excited to see Shazam mm-hmm. two or even four. I want, I want it to be successful. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing that I really liked. Yeah. Hit me with I- it. To preface this, the first, the most of my understanding, uh, most of my understanding of the Captain Marvel universe, mm-hmm. or that, sorry, Shazam. Shazam universe. I'm sorry. You're, you're not, you're not saying it right anymore. Uh, Travis, you guys, Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> yeah. My understanding of universe is, uh, <laughs> actually came, this is from about 10 years ago when they did, you know, when they did the Infinite Crisis and then they did 52. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember they did the, the, the comic one, week right? for a year? Yes. And yeah. like I really actually and that's where I got most of my understanding of like Savannah and all of the other villains. Oh, uh, see, I don't even know who Savannah is, so you're like one up on me. Yeah, Savannah and Black Adam and all the rest of them. Yeah. And one of the one of the things that I, I have to be really honest, I actually was really I was really jazzed that they brought Mr. Mind in at the end. The worm. Yes. Okay. No idea. I remember watching that and I'm just like who the fuck is his rogues gallery? That, like, like I literally, I was just like, I have no understanding of his rogues valley because again, and this is in general, you and and even in Marvel, mm-hmm. like the rogues gallery is it's really Spider Man and Batman are the big rogues gallery, yeah. And then after that, you get like weird one offs like the Red Skull, Lex Luthor, yeah, and and, and that's kind of it, like. If you had to tell me Wonder Woman, if it wasn't for the Justice League cartoon, I could not tell you a fucking single foe she fought except for Nazis. Yeah. No clue. And then I found out, oh, it's a cat lady. I don't even know her name. I think it's Cheetah or Cheetah or I don't uh, know, Jaguar what, what, Woman. Wonder Woman's? Wonder Woman's foe. Yeah, Cheetah. Uh, Kristen what, Cheetah. Cheetah. Yeah. Yes. So Kristen Wiig is playing her apparently in the new new movie. Which, really? Yeah. Which is intriguing, but hey, they, they did right. They did right by me in the first movie. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hear it out. But yeah, never. So that so Shazam is even like way down at the bottom of the two. I was like, there's a fucking worm that has a voice box is a bad guy. Yeah. Fucking step on it. Like, no, no, but I read up on him and it's apparently he's like the smartest creature in the entire DC universe. Yes. Um, and that's how he keeps evading capture and he mm-hmm. always finds a way without hypnotizing them. He can supposedly. Yeah. But he can talk them into doing shit. So, and actually, he's like one of the leaders of the Monster Society mm-hmm. of Evil, or something like yeah. that. Which is, again blows my mind. That was actually one of my favorite things. I actually, I really enjoyed. This is one of the things that really impressed me and got me to be a really big DC reader about ten years ago. Was yeah. I don't know how you. Like, the impression I got was that you didn't particularly enjoy the Fifty Two series. Yeah, it was. I mean, I like some of it, but yeah, you're, you're I, mostly right. I I I loved it, and I thought it. I thought it was a miracle how well it held up. Yeah, you know, from in in like reading it as one thing. I mean, reading it from week to week, I imagine it would be irritating as heck. But um, the way that they used Mister Mind in that as like the chief villain, I thought was fantastic. Oh, that was my introduction to him. Was oh wow, so he was the main villain for like of just Shazam, or like for the whole event for the whole fifty for fifty two. He was the mastermind. Wow, behind the whole thing. 
Damn. I see. I didn't know that. And uh, I think Jeff Johns was sort of show running that, which, yeah, again, I think we disagree. Uh, we have differences of opinion because sure. I really, I mean, at that point, I thought. Uh, I, I thought that Jeff Johns really injected a lot of great stuff into the DC universe, but yeah, I, so, since so, then, maybe not so much. So here's my problem. It has nothing to do with Jeff Johns. So like I read uh, a few years ago, he had, it was a free comic book day thing. It, they did Man of Steel written by Jeff Johns. Mm-hmm. And it's one where he had a kid. Yeah. And it, the whole issue was about the kid way. being in a bunker somewhere mm-hmm. and he was weak. And whatever, and an issue ended with Superman accidentally like fighting somebody. I don't know if it was Doomsday or what it was, but someone strong enough that they barrowed that far down into the ground and unleashed the kid. Mm-hmm. And of course, sunlight got through, and he started getting stronger. And he was able, and then Superman, and it ended with like, "Who are you, kid? Do you need help or something like that?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "I'm totally on board with this. Like, I'm really love Superman's interaction with Lois. I, I dig it. My problem is is just DC in general, how they operate as a company." Mm-hmm. Like, look, I don't love events. Marvel is guilty oh God, of doing events. No, yeah. it, it is what it is. Like, so, here's the thing. I might be intrigued about the event, and then I realize I got suckered into – even though I know I'm getting suckered into it. It's like when you go to a movie. You're you're being part of commerce. Yeah. But you, it's either going very well or very poorly, and you don't really know until you're, you know, halfway through in some cases. But with the New 52, I, I just felt like their approach for handling continuity, but it's always been DC's problem. Yeah. It's, so it's not – it's just a continuation of that. That's why I have problems sure. with, um, cause like I remember yeah. I read, uh, Zach, not Zach Snyder, Scott Snyder's Batman, yeah. Court of Owls. That took place like right before or during the new 52. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Oh, to, to be clear, when I was talking about 52, I didn't mean the new, f- it's confusing. Oh, no, no, I, no. Okay. I'm sorry. So where, like, there was a, there was a normal 52. It I thought was, the new 52 was like one whole year experiment that then extended a little bit and then they, changed that they rebooted it again well what it was was that they did uh infinite crisis back in 2006 which is actually the third one right because the second yeah. one is where flash died first one is where supergirl sorry that's what i remember that was in the 80s i think sorry continue. Well, there was there was crisis of multiple earths in the 60s there was crisis really of infinite earths in the 80s and then there was infinite crisis in 2005 oh, and six okay and there was final crisis which we will not mention again is that tight sorry it, you don't have to go you said yes or no is that tied to zero hour no that was actually a mini crisis in between <laughs> <laughs> that was okay, okay. that was a, that was a mini crisis of the 90s uh, okay which was kind of a crisis in general for the comic books but anyway continue yes. um but immediate in the immediate aftermath of uh infinite crisis there was 52 which was a series that was it was an entire it was a, it was a, almost it was kind of a stunt a little bit where DC they did a comic a week for 52 weeks in this series in which well first of all, one of the things was that Batman Superman and Wonder Woman were a wall like after uh, oh, shit. after Infinite Crisis they were nowhere to be seen the, I mean Superman had lost his powers briefly in he took a sabbatical Wonder Woman left and Batman also checked out and it was entirely without the three of them i uh, can i'm gonna let you finish because i have questions for sure. you about this because this is fascinating no but continue sorry and the whole thing was it was um it's kind of hard to describe because it had probably about five different subplots going on like they do yeah but it went like i said it, they published one book a week for 52 weeks for the next year 
And it ended with, I think, it's confusing because the New 52 wasn't for another few years after that but yeah okay that's where i was getting confused. and the thing about it is you uh you can find like the it's in five volumes 52 is what it's called and okay. that's that is the that's when they that was where they revealed that the aftermath of infinite crisis created before that uh, there was one reality right and the aftermath of the the aftermath of infinite crisis had created 52 alternate worlds and this was the series in which you found that out Okay. Yes. Okay. So my question is, what the fuck were they doing in the Man of Steel and the Detective Comics and Wonder Woman? Like, cause well, they just weren't in that series, I believe. Okay. Yeah, they weren't in that series. But they were did, completely absent. But from. was that were they, were they trying to market like what's going on? How are they not here but there? Or whatever. Do they? Well, these major crises were happening, and the 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 big three were nowhere to be found, and couldn't. They, basically, people the the lesser heroes, if you will, were were left to deal with the chaos and craziness by themselves. Okay. No, I I was just fascinated because that's one of the things that yeah. always kind of and it's hard for any company to do um, because there are so many hands and so many pies, um, which is like when you do an event like that, mm-hmm. normally it ties in. Part of the problem was I was reading Nova mm-hmm. um, and I really liked what they were trying to do with Nova, which was they made no- Nova a young kid and not like a writer or whatever his name is, the original Nova yeah. he, that protected Earth. He disappeared and mm-hmm. then after Annihilation with when the Guardians that everyone knows now, that was yep. the whole storyline. Anyway, it was almost like Peter Parker. So he's trying to go to school and uh, he's Latina. So a uh, Latino, sorry. So he is, and, but and his dad's, his, his dad's gone. So like his mom is raising them and he has like brothers and sisters that are younger than him. He's taken care of. It's like, it's like Spider-Man. The world's just falling on his shoulders and he's also has to go into space and fight people. Yeah. And which I thought was like, well, that's a nice twist on that per se that I, I, I guess I, I never really read the original Rova. Well, Nova would go up in space a lot. And, uh, I got suckered into – he's the one that found the Watcher, and that's the issue. I, I didn't know. That's what kicked off Original Sin because hmm. someone killed the Watcher and ripped his eyes out as a sign. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and so, yeah, when I bought that now, I was like, well, I got to fucking see who killed the Watcher <laughs> because it's also the fucking Watcher because I'm sad. So I, I bought it. <laughs> you said and, it. And no, I, I did. No, it's okay. It's okay. I totally am aware of myself in that <laughs> moment. But like, then you would read stuff where it goes, find out what happens to Nova because then Nova leaves for a second mm-hmm. and then like the Avengers show up or whatever. And then when you read it, it you feel like there's been a ball drop somewhere between hmm. what you read in that event book yeah. versus what they're doing in the Nova book. And yeah. then sometimes, and sometimes they, they work you know, it's like very flawlessly. Mm-hmm. That's why I was wondering, like, well, what the fuck is Batman, Superman? Because you know they're not going to – it's their biggest books probably. Yeah. They're not going to say no to Man of Steel or Detective Comics. So that's why I was wondering during 52, if they're not around, what were they doing? But is that possibly – was that in another universe? Is that what it was? No, they just weren't in the events in, in that series. Fair enough. So, so that's yeah. why I was wondering. It's like – what the fuck are they doing in their own book then? Right. Because I'm sure at some point, because it's all connected in both universes, you know, if yeah. like if Master was what's the worm's name? Mastermind. 
Mr. Mind. Mr. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. What Mr. Mind is masterminding his grand scheme and doing whatever, I don't know. If it was like a big laser hitting the earth, you figure at some point Superman would be like, I should probably do something. But that's why I was asking. But And and when they put these books in collective volumes, they never usually put all the tie-ins, which just also frustrate me or whatever. Anyway, I'm sorry. I was just a general curiosity because sometimes... I mean, I like Marvel, but sometimes they suck at doing their big events, and that's why I was curious. Um, okay, so Shazam, yes, um, back Mr. to that Mind, again, Mister Mind. Yes. That was fascinating. I had no again, no idea yeah. about the fucking worm. It was just such a well. I'm, and so here's the thing too: your brain, as you watch movies, learns how to what they're trying to show you. Yeah. So earlier in the movie, they made a point to show the worm. Yes. And being no one who knows the fuck, you probably were like, "Is that Mister Mind?" That I was. I re- immediately recognized him. Okay, see, I had no clue, but I was almost like, well, he's going to be important. Like, why? And then you saw later that the glass was shattered and he was gone. Right. No, no, totally. So that's what I was like. But then but then you discount it for a second. It's like, maybe that was a particular framing shot to show you all the different weird shit they ha- that Shazam mm-hmm. has in the cave. Because they also have the mirror. Yep. Um, which I don't know what it does, but it, uh, it was apparently a plot point in the, the book that I was reading or it was in the cover. So I knew the mirror is important for something, mm. but I don't know what. And so they had the mirror like in the foreground and then right in the right front of the camera and on one third of the screen was Mr. Mind. Mm-hmm. And then they had Billy walking down the cave. And I was just like, well, that worm seems important. Yes. And then some time goes by and I think they go back to the thing at first and you're just like, well, they're not showing anything just yet. Maybe it wasn't important. And then they show the worm out. I was just like, mm-hmm. That worm has to be important. Was he going to turn into like a giant thing and kill the seven deadly sins or something? I had no concept for anything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So then at the end, he started talking. I was like, hey, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. And so uh, first thing I did was I, when I saw that, I went home and I went on YouTube on my Roku and I looked up Mr. Mind. And yeah. they had a clip of him on Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Where they were making fun. I was like, it's just an itty bitty worm. Worm who? Or doing whatever. And he's like, will you stop that? I, I'm, I'm very serious. And it's like, with his itty bitty little voice box. Is that a voice box, buddy? Oh, yeah. And like, these voices trying to turn into a worm. Yeah. It was really funny. And even Shazam was getting mad. He's like, I mean, he's actually a very deadly foe. <laughs> you know? And they're just like, that little guy? Oh, no, it's a little worm, buddy. So that again, that's as f- that's all I know about him. Yeah. So I am intrigued for that, and especially like, does Mark Strong retain any of his? I mean, not the sins, but like, does he get any extra powers because of that? He just hasn't realized yet, or I don't know what D- Mark Strong. Did I say Doctor Strong? I'm sorry. Maybe. I'm I'm so sorry. In my brain, I was like, he's a doctor. Yeah. But he's Mark Strong playing him, so. I'm sure it's worth noting that that is com- that the depiction of Savannah is completely different from the way they depict him. He's just a mad, he's just a diminutive mad scientist in, in, the, comics. in the comics. Oh. Yeah. He has no superpowers. Although the connection between him and Mr. Mind is that he routinely captured and experimented on Mr. Mind. They're, they're actually enemies. Really? Yep. Now, I see, and they didn't really do that per se in this, but at least that we're aware of. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. That's still interesting. Also, do you know anything when when the one girl touched the symbol on the door? Was that because it's a, a like it was deserving of a sacrifice, and that's why she died when the door opened when they got, went to Shazam's cave? 
You know, that's a good question. I have no idea why that happened. I didn't know if maybe you knew that because that's the first thing that popped in my head was like, did it demand a sacrifice because the seven deadly sins and you're using maybe their code to get there or something? I I don't know. So was that theirs or was that Shazam's? Was that the, the wizard's? Cause that's a good, oh, that's a good point because it also came up when Billy Batson got trans. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Well, hold on. I'm rethinking this, but I don't know. I'm, excuse me. I don't know. I mean, that, mm-hmm. I just thought it was very peculiar that she disintegrated. I mean, it was cool and it was terrifying. Again, it's one of those extra moments you're like, this is a kind of a harder movie than I'm expecting it to be. Yeah. Why was it set at Christmas, by the way? Was it supposed to come out at Christmas? Uh, I, that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like it was always set to... But here's the other thing, too. Maybe they're taking a page from... Uh, who's the guy that wrote Lethal Weapon? Shane Black. Mm. Shane Black's big thing is... And the other thing is, I don't think they really followed his method on this, but is that you always set it at Christmas time because people's spirits... When they, wa- they, when they watch a Christmas happening in a movie, they're expecting different things. Mm-hmm. And it and if you play with the expectation of it, it makes it. And if you do watch Shane Black's movies that take place at Christmas, was it The Good Guys, Lethal Weapon One and Two, mm-hmm. and there's another one in there? Like it completely subverts what you expect to see at a movie that takes place at Christmas time. Like they're trying to do stuff like that, and then it gets turned on its head. Mm. Maybe that's what they were going for. That's the only thing I can think of because you're right. Yeah, because yeah, it's a winter festival or winter win- winter Christmas carnival. Mm-hmm. Santa Cla- the Santa Claus was surprisingly funny i didn't expect because i was like man oh so this is a running joke now yeah. okay and then at the very i was like oh no it's just the two times and then he shows up in the news report yeah and then and then they bleep him out which i thought was like there's your f-bomb everybody <laughs> congratulations and it was again Magical. bleeped out yeah was, they always are hearing mm-hmm. your first f-bomb in a movie yeah let me see what else so zachary zachary levi zachary snyder Ooh. Sorry. Mm, Too many. Take a drink. Zachary Levi was dead on. He was really good. And um, Mark Strong, again, even like in Green Lantern, he was not bad. He was, he's good in almost every movie he does. Yeah. Even if the movie itself is not good. I mean, and technically he's, okay. Did you see Dumbo with, with your, with your wife? I did not. Good. Um, <laughs> but and if you would like to hear more, listen to our last episode, Dumbo, uh, um, where, where, where we had – yeah. yeah. So, so Michael Keaton, and you can listen to my whole rant there, but how he chewed scenery Mark Strong did in this movie is what I wanted Michael Keaton to do in that movie. But they just let Michael Keaton go rogue, <laughs> which is not horrible, but it's also not good. It's just it's, – it's – yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I, and I kind of wish Dumbo would have like came out after Shazam. I was like, no, 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 do reshoots. This is what we want from Michael Keaton here. That res- kind of like, because I'm sure Michael Keaton in the movie when you watch Dumbo, if you ever watch it, which you should not. <laughs> it's my opinion. And so you will never know. Yeah, you'll never know. But if you just watch a clip of it, you get a sense that he is having fun. Yeah. But it's just like I don't know. Some something else needed to be changed. It's probably the director <laughs> throwing it out there. Um, or the idea that they needed another Dumbo. That's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. Which, again, our thoughts are on that. I agree with you mm-hmm. 100%. But, yeah, I just – I think Mark Strong is good in everything he does. And this one is no – no, and he's technically has some goofy shit to say. Yeah. But he pulls it off well. Did you – and I only know this because I cheated and looked up Easter eggs. Did you catch the – did you catch the Rock cameo? 
The Rock cameo? Yeah, The Rock is going to play Black Adam. I did not. So, I didn't know that. So the scene where Shazam is showing Billy the original person that was gifted his powers and became evil and wiped out half of Egypt, mm -hmm. it's Black Adam. And if you look at him, he looks like The Rock a little bit in terms huh. of his outline. And I didn't notice that at first, but they I, was it the clip they showed on entertainment, whatever it was, they just had a still from it. And I was like, oh, it does kind of look like The Rock a little bit. Because then one shot, the next shot, he has his, his hood back over. Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay. But I didn't know that. I knew they were making a Black Adam movie, but I had no idea how. They're making an entire movie out of him? Yeah, because he's like, they're treating him like he's a, a bad guy who's also a good guy who's also a bad guy. They're mm. not like Deadpool where they're making fun of shit, but yeah. like it's. I mean, I'm intrigued by it, uh, but I don't know. But after Shazam, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know what the mm. the difference of it would be. Like, what. You know what I mean? Like, how can you make that entertaining? Because he's a bad guy. I don't know. Or maybe it's really the sequel for Shazam, and they're just calling it Black Adam. I don't I don't know. Especially after they set up Mr. Mind, and mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, I'm going to call him this Dr. Strong, because <laughs> that's his new name now, because I like it. Me and Mark go way back. He's totally cool with it. No, he's not. Has he been on the show? He's busy. You know, he's a busy <laughs> guy, doing a lot of busy things. Now, I will tell you, I've met... By proxy, I've met Jeff Johns. Yeah. How I, do you do that by proxy? I went to a doctor, and I was, this is right when I was going, it was at OSU, mm -hmm. and and I was, she's like, what do you do for a living? I was like, well, right now I'm doing this fan comic for Ninja Turtle. She's like, comic books? Oh my God. My best friend is Jeff Johns. And I was just like, okay. She's mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. He like runs DC Comics. And I was like, sure. She's like, he flew flew here last week, and I was like, "Uh huh, okay, sure." And then afterwards, I was like, "Should I have milked that for more?" Like, I, <laughs> I just didn't believe her. And now I, and now I, now I just was like, "You totally should have like something got squeezed." Yeah, I don't know. Somehow squeeze some more info out because I, but it was mostly mm -hmm. disbelief. So by proxy, I've met Jeff Johns, like maybe within six degrees. Yeah, that's I to me that's a good proxy. You know, like if. Like Mark Strong, I have not met Mark Strong yeah. by proxy or within six degrees. So that's my Jeff John story. I'm sticking to it. I try not to meet any of my heroes. Good, good man. Good man. It's always devastating. It always is. Do you always talk like this or is this Travis's thinky voice? No, this is my Batman voice. Amazing. No, now, that's, now, that's my Christian Bale bullshit Batman voice. Now, what's really <laughs> funny is, have you seen the P. Holmes bit where... Because he, he does a decent Christian Bale Batman, like, yeah. for, for reals. Then he amps it up a little bit to make it more comical. But there's one where, I think, and when they announced Superman versus Batman, they did the thing where they shone the light in the sky, and, like, Batman shows up. And mm -hmm. it's Commissioner Gordon and Superman. And, and Superman is like, Batman, we have a huge problem. And, uh, oh, I just need to read this. Hold on for a second. My eyes have been bugging me since I had some krypton kryptonite earlier or whatever. Mm -hmm. He puts his Clark Kent glasses on. Mm -hmm. He's like, what did you do with Superman? Like, he has no clue. <laughs> and then, like, Jim Gordon is like, here, maybe borrow my glasses because they're not working. And Batman's still just freaking in the background. He's like, where's Jim Gordon? Like, yeah, he, like So pretty much he's so dumb that if you take glasses on, he can't tell Super Daddy's apart. <laughs> which, and it's in that stupid Christian Bale voice, which, which, you know, 
I, here's the thing. Uh, I didn't hate the Christian Bale voice, but mm-hmm. again, because th- if you watch all those movies, the only dialogue that sounds just really bad is from the first one, where it's like, it's not who you are, it's what you do that makes the difference. I was just like, was there a reason to accent that do? There's no reason for that. It just makes the, a g- decent line sound really shitty. <laughs> Seems more like you put the do on the accent, if you know what I mean. Fist bump. <laughs> Oh. oh, so Shazam! 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 Uh, no, it was really good. Seven de- did that. I know. Go on. The seven deadly sins were were really good. Yeah, there were some parts that were a little hokey about them, mm-hmm. um, but again, they went right when you were thinking that they then murdered somebody or well, yeah, started eating somebody. Mark Strong was good. By the way, now this is me. Are you a fan? I'm not a fan of Smallville, but did you watch Smallville? Bits and bots, yeah. Did you see Lex Luthor's father in the movie? Oh, yeah. John Glover, yeah. Which I love him because he played two of my favorite movies. And there are, I think, the one's 80s, one's 90s. Gremlins 2, the new <laughs> batch. He yeah. played uh, Mr. Mr. Clamp. Yeah. Actually, that's how I know yeah. him. And then I watched Scrooge like years later. I was like, oh, my God, he's also the director that is like giving Frank a hard time and like once is trying to take mm-hmm. his job as CEO. Yep, Scrooge. Yeah, yeah Scrooge. Yep. And I was just like... So anytime he and I know him also Batman the Animated Series yes. he's the Riddler yes and he's great dude, and he's a wonderful father to psychotic bald villains he is oh yes he is so any final thoughts on Shazam or any other points that you wanted to bring up uh, that are bouncing around in there well it's interesting that uh, oh just another uh, just another Captain Marvel yeah hit thing. me with it. It's it's kind of it's kind of interesting that that Jaiman Hansu is the connection between two Captain Marvel movies. Wait 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 what? See, no, he sorry. was in Captain Marvel and Shazam. Who? He was the wizard in Shazam. He was oh, Shazam himself. Show, oh yeah 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 yeah. Sorry, I I I didn't hear who you said, and so that's why I was like. And I, I'm sure, yeah, I heard it that time. Yeah. I just didn't know what you were saying. And so, and, th- and then maybe, now I realize, mm-hmm. I, when I said who, I, you might be thought I was making fun of the character he played in Guardians of the Galaxy, the same character. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm Star-Lord. Who? Yes. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I was not. I literally just did not hear you, and I'm so sorry. No, yeah, that's true. He's the bridge. Yes. Between the between the Marvels and the, yes. and the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Man, okay, crazy. There's that. There's that. I'm just trying to think of anything else to throw out there before. Yeah, the Seven Deadly Sins. Like someone showed me the original picture from the original comic when they premiered. Yeah, and they look goofy as shit. Well, yeah, and like you do. Yeah. Oh my, that looks like something out of a Scrooge McDuck comic book. It does, doesn't it? Um, and if I can, like Scrooge McDuck is awesome, if I may say so. Oh, but you know, yes. different, you know, different strokes and all that. I told your wife, by the way, and I hope she related to you. If you're a fan of, I think the new Ducktales is phenomenal. Yeah, but uh, if you get the Disney app, it's free f- till the end of the month. The entire series so far Ooh. is free. The pilot's already on YouTube. Yeah, but anyway, that no, here or there. Also, okay, so remember the, he opens the door at one point and the alligators turn their heads and they start roaring at yep. Shazam. Apparently, that is a, a bad guy. He's part of the Monster Society of Evil. It's, hmm. His name is Sobek. It, well, oh, yeah. It's a reference to Sobek, who is pretty much just a gigantic mutant alligator. Interesting. Um, that wears clothes. Which Sobek I, was the crocodile god in Egypt. Oh. Yeah. He shows up in the 52 series that I told you about, too. That makes, that makes sense, because he's part of... If uh, Mr. Mind is 
the ringleader of the normal Monster Society of Evo, it makes sense that he is part of that. Mm-hmm. There is a cat character. It's a tiger. There was a running theme about tigers in the movie, which I can only remember the tiger plush tiger at the beginning of the movie. I don't remember the tiger later. Tawny the tiger. Dude, you already got that. Yep. Part of the Marvel family. So very annoying he was. <laughs> See, no <laughs> fucking clue about some of this. Um, Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Black Adam. We already talked about Black Adam. Mm-hmm. All right, so so, and I guess this ties into something you mentioned earlier. Did the Superman cameo at the end kind of annoyed you, even though it wasn't? They didn't show his face. Uh, did it annoy me? It annoyed me, but not for the reasons you you mentioned. Okay, it's like, yeah, basically what I was thinking. Yeah, bring Captain America and Iron Man, and if you really want to see, if you really want to see these kids go wild, that's what I thought. Which was a terrible thing to think, because I love Superman, believe it or not. Oh, no, I just I don't do love what the DCEU has done to him or any of those characters. Right. It's ruined it for me. Yeah. That's my problem. I really, I mean... So, so hypothetically, what if they did another <laughs> Superman movie, and they, 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 they and it was Cavill, or even not, mm-hmm. but they're using the same continuity, but the, it's a good movie. Like, it's a good Superman movie. Would that... Which one? No, no, no. I'm doing a hypothetical here. Like, if they make a new one... With or without Henry Cavill, but they keep the continuity that's already been established in the DCU. Mm. You know what's a good Superman movie? Superman. Superman 1978. Make one like that. Make that one. Do that. Do that. You are going on like like a Dumbo-like rant like I did last week, (laughs) and, and that's perfectly acceptable. No, I'm not kidding. Like, that's... I completely get it. Like, <laughs> I think I recorded three versions. Whatever one's out there, I did. It was by myself. I was just walking around, and I realized I kept getting more angry and angry <laughs> um, of talking about Batman vs Superman because I would do. And some some of you loyal listeners out there would would remember, like I would do GBG drive bys where, like, if I couldn't get anyone, I just really wanted to talk about the movie. And now I start editing myself so much that I just don't release them, and sometimes mm. I record them. But like, um, I recorded one, and I remember I. I had the whole day off. I spent maybe three hours just ranting about Batman versus Superman. Yeah, um, it's you, easy to do. It is, and I just and I was recording it on my phone, so I'm just walking. And it looks like I'm dictating to myself, <laughs> but as it continues on, I look like I'm a fucking madman. Like I'm getting, no. mad. I'm like cooking food or whatever. I'm just like, or I'm getting ready to cook food. So I'm like slamming fucking bags down. I was like, fucking Martha, fucking Martha, what the fuck? Like, it's like, is it cool? Yeah. Does it done? Was it done shittily? Yeah. What the fuck? Zack Snyder. Yeah, I was just going all. That yeah. would have been a brilliant movie montage scene of you just like going through your whole day, like oh, just ranting about this, just in little cuts to right. Know, I, I mean, in the morning, so... in the shower, on the way to work, at work, at your desk, coming at lunch, coming back. You know, the do, you know, fucking Batman is like fucking Martha, <laughs> Martha. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It was just. It was so. I completely and I'm 100. Like me. Well, hell. Fuck Martha. Even Man of Steel, the whole breaking the neck thing, just completely, like, mm. I was willing to forgive him destroying half the city, and then he broke her, he broke his neck, and I was just like, N- no, that's the whole point. Superman would never do that. Like, like what the f- I can't, sorry. Let's not go there. So, Freddy, okay, we already talked about Freddy a little bit. Okay, uh, yeah, Mr. Mind in the, uh, the credits, we already talked about that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what, what other Easter eggs did I... Yeah. The big... The, the, the Okay, here's something I also did not care for was yeah. that the, 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 the actual walking on the toy piano was a little too on the nose for big. I did not care for that. 
because th- yeah. that was a direct reference to Big, and it's like, really, guys, we already know what the- it's. It's already every what everyone is thinking about, you know. Well, the, I guess the problem is, is that if you're going to do that, then at least do something more with it than you did. I get that's what you're trying to do, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. no, like I'm watching, I was like, it's the piano from Big. It makes total sense, and then it's like, nope, he just beats the fuck out of him. Like he just is walking yeah. on it. Which in itself is kind of funny now that I'm thinking about, but like I remember watching it was like, but but nah. still, it's not enough to keep it in. Like yeah. I just wish they would have done, like if they would have done something where he was like fighting around him and making him step on the notes to do the song, <laughs> like that to me would have been a perfect reason to keep that in the movie. But I'll, if not, I, I just the funny part for me was when they're fighting in the toy store and he's throwing all of these toys and at Batman, Batman and Superman. Oh he's like, go get him, Batman. That was funny. No, that, no, was that, was, that was a laugh out loud moment. That, you know, and, <laughs> and that was apparently voiced by Affleck. So that's Affleck doing, it's like, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Like, I am the night. I'm the terror of the night or whatever he's yeah, saying. that was funny. It, it was, it was. And I mean, you got to give it for DC. They put all yeah. their, or Warner Brothers, they put all their licensing stuff. So there's like Looney Tunes in the background. <laughs> plush, like little weird plush Wonder Woman dolls that like he yeah. kind of bumps into it. I was like, gotta give it for them they always know how mm-hmm. to to do that shit and which has made it just even more comical yeah um that's a good point i completely forgot about that i i want to see the movie again i think it's always a good sign especially mm-hmm. when we're getting you know the time we record that hellboy's coming out soon i'm really ramping up for godzilla mm-hmm. um oh, of course avengers you know it, it's 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 a busy season for us here yes. in the podcast world of gbg so yeah, but I still want to find time to watch Sazam again because I just really enjoyed it. And I, I hate to say this, no offense to the person who won the copyright, but I kind of enjoyed it a little bit more than Captain Marvel. Like, it, it was more entertaining. Like, I, I wouldn't mind watching it again, like, right away. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, I saw it again with my parents. And I was like, ooh, this might be one time more than I was needing it to watch it again. <laughs> Which is, not that it's bad. I, I think there's... Yeah. Anyway, you can listen to the episode we talked about Captain Marvel to yes. hear about that. But yeah, I was, so that's what I'm saying. So far, it's my favorite mo- movie of like the spring summer yes. uh, of 2019. Which I'm not gonna lie, I was not expecting that to be. <laughs> I was expecting it to be Mar- Captain Marvel, Avengers. I'm going to enjoy Godzilla because uh, yeah. I'm a Godzilla fan. But you know what I mean. But I was not <laughs> expecting to hold Shazam up there. You know, so they did a great job directing, acting in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job, everybody. Not gonna lie, I didn't think you could pull it off. Yes. Now keep fucking trying to do what you did right in this one mm-hmm. and all the other DC movies. I don't think they can do it. Mm-hmm. Any other final thoughts about that? Or oh no, no. Are you sure? Anything else bubbling in there? It's I, like, I have nothing left. Yeah, the, no, I don't. Thank yeah. you for giving what you Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you showed up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place!